Thanks for joining us, the Wealthy Retailer Podcast with your host, Dan Holman. Every episode, Dan dives into the retail headlines that matter to you, the independent retailer, covering topics ranging from retailer inventory, technology, marketing, retailers' questions, and more. The Wealthy Retailer Podcast is brought to you by Canadian Retail Solutions. Learn more at retailbycrs.com. And now, here's Dan Holman. Why are we doing math today? Because you're smarter than most retailers. This is Dan Holman with The Wealthy Retailer, and today we're gonna talk about your business being smart. Smart, specific, measurable, actionable, relevant, and time-bound. So what should we measure in retail? There are really three categories that we wanna go after. We wanna be able to measure your inventory, we wanna be able to measure your customers and your staff, and we want to be able to measure your expenses. So let's talk about inventory first. Inventory really is your greatest asset and your greatest risk. You see I'm rolling my sleeves up because we're going to work here. <laughs> inventory 101. Let's talk about the power of markup or IMU. The formula is pretty simple. We just take our original retail minus our cost divided by the original retail. But more importantly than what is IMU is why we measure IMU. IMU is defined as what I believe my products will sell for. One of the mistakes that retailers often make is they mark up from cost rather than value. And so I'll say to you, are you using a factor to mark up your goods or pricing them at what they're worth? If you had the ability to walk into your store today, do you believe you can add a dollar, two dollars, three dollars to every single item in the store. If you can, you're influencing that IMU, that initial markup, consequentially creating a little bit more maintained margin at the end of the day. And so markdowns, what are markdowns? Markdowns are really defined as the bribery. The bribery, how we bribe customers to take goods that are overstocked, last runs or single sizes or bad buys. We mark down goods to bribe our customers to take them. Now, the math for the markdown is simple. We take our markdown percentage, we say markdown dollars divided by net sales. If I have a $100 item and I take 20% off, that's a $20 markdown. My markdown is 20 divided by my net sale 80, equals a 25% markdown. Net sales is what you put in the register or in the bank after you've taken your markdown. Never include sales tax when we talk about markdowns. Maintained markup. Clearly maintained markup is just simple math. Initial markup minus my markdown equals my maintained. Maintained markup is what you put in the bank. To get that math, we do original retail, minus the markdown dollars, minus the cost of goods. Another way of saying gross profit on merchandise sold is our maintained markup. Maintained markup is the net revenue after cost of sale and discount, or markdown, that we put in the bank. All right, let's talk about stock to sales. What do I mean when I say stock to sales? I say the amount of inventory required to achieve sales. The math, 
inventory value divided by sales. Do you know what your ideal stock to sales ratio is? If I wanna generate $1,000 in revenue, how much inventory at retail is required? 3,000, 4,000, 5,000? Another great cash driver in retail is inventory turn. The faster we turn through inventory, the more cash we generate. Be careful not to turn too quickly or too slowly. If we turn too fast, we're probably not holding on to enough inventory. If we turn too slow, we're probably sitting on a bunch of old inventory or old goods, stale merchandise. Turnover is calculated by taking your annual sales at retail and dividing by your average monthly inventory at retail. How often does your stock by class, by vendor, by SKU, by size replace itself in the course of a year is inventory term. Sell-through is determined by taking your revenue divided by your receiving and your on-hand goods. We can measure sell-through either by units or by dollars. If your sell-through today is greater than 75 or 80 percent, be careful, you may be missing sales. If it's less than that, be careful, you've probably got old goods on the floor. And so what does your sell-through tell you? It's the first indication of how well customers are receiving your buy or your pick. There are two really key, key performance indica indicators, I call them my KPIs, of gross margin return on investment and cash margin return on investment. Now gross margin return on investment is really the measure of gross margin dollars returned or generated against my average inventory. So the math, really simple, Take your gross margin dollars in the last 12 months and divide it by your average inventory at cost. Now, let's think about what gross margin return on investment actually does for us. Retail Council of Canada will tell you that for every dollar generated in gross margin return on investment, you're actually paying in this order. The first dollar all the way through from zero up to a dollar pays for your operating expenses. Through the second dollar, all the way from 101 up to 199, pays for the inventory. And only once you break into that third dollar do you start generating profit. And so, let's talk about CMROI, cash margin return on investment. Cash margin, the dollars generated beyond my purchases. Cash margin, net sales minus my cost of purchase, not cost of goods sold, cost of purchase equals my margin dollars. That margin dollar is how you operate the business. So how do we do that math? We take our net cash margin dollars divided by our average inventory at cost. That will give you your factor or your ratio of cash margin return on investment. Lastly, in inventory, I wanna talk about your freshness factor. I recognize that we are not banana stores, but I want you to think about freshness like this. Freshness is the measure 
of inventory landed in your store over a specific period of time. Let's call it 90 days. How much inventory have I landed in the last 90 days divided by my total inventory at retail? Why is freshness important? Let's go back to that banana. If a yellow ripe banana is worth a dollar, how much is a brown banana worth? Is your inventory yellow, fresh and ripe, or brown? Think about freshness. Retailers say to me all the time, that's a never out of stock class. I mean, it's just a white t-shirt. Well, how long should that white t-shirt be in your store? How much cash should you have tied up in a never out of stock? When was the last time someone came into your store and said, show me something from last season? Freshness is the key driver in sales, one of the key drivers in sales. This podcast is brought to you by Canadian Retail Solutions. We've been empowering retailers across North America for 30 years with the latest in point of sale technology, best in class support, merchandise intelligence with open to buy planning, and much more. CRS has the retail solution to help take your retail business to the next level of success. Visit retailbycrs.com to learn more. Remember, Canadian Retail Solutions exists to help make you, the independent retailer, better. All right, let's get off of inventory and talk about customers and staff. What should I be measuring in customers? Number one, most important metric, most important number for you to measure is traffic. Traffic, the number of customers that enter your store per hour per day. Sounds pretty simple, but do you know those numbers? I can't tell you how many times a retailer says to me, traffic feels down, traffic feels soft, traffic feels off. As humans, we often make the mistake of making decisions, making action, taking action based on what we believe to be true rather than what is substantiated truth. Think about your customers walking in that door. If you're counting them, you can then think about things like conversion. Conversion, the number of customers that buy. So how do we do that math, conversion? It is traffic, counted traffic, divided by the number of sales in the exact same period. Are, do you have enough staff to cover the conversion opportunity or traffic opportunity in your store. Another great measurement for me is units per transaction. How many items does a customer buy? So your UPTs, it's the number of items sold divided by the number of transactions in any specific period. Do you measure units per transaction? Let's just take a step back, units per transaction. I might think about units per transaction or UPTs as one of those retail metrics, but when we think about the ability to convert clients, we think about our ability to engage clients, it comes from us building total solutions. A total solution is rarely a shirt, a bottom, a jewelry or an accessory item, a belt, but rather the combination of those items. If you think in terms of total solutions, you will increase your UPTs, you will increase your average sale, and consequentially your top line revenue. 
One of the other great measurements for store owners and managers is sales per employee. Not sales per selling employee, but sales per employee in my business. I take my net sales divided by my number of employees. Measure that number by every staff member against the average that you can set up in your store. If you're looking at only your sales staff, measure sales performance by Susie and by Dave and against the average. Invest regularly in sales training and increase your sales per employee. Okay, expenses. There is no revenue, there is not enough revenue to ever mitigate, to ever replace poor operating expenses. You need to know what your operating expenses are as a percentage of your revenue. Take your total fixed and variable expenses, fixed, rent, insurance, variable, merchant fees, commissions, add them together, add all of your expenses together and divide it by your total sales revenue. If your percentage of expenses is greater than 45, we have a challenge. You know, when we back into inventory to determine the difference between maintain markup and expense, we want to know, are we really making money? If my maintain margin is 48 and my expenses are 48, how much profit is left over? You know, where am I hitting my break even? Break even. That point in the month, the week, the year, the day where we're not making money or losing money. So how do I calculate? my break-even. Break-even is the combination of fixed and variable expenses along with variable expenses including cost of goods sold. My break-even is that point where I've now paid all of my fixed and I'm only carrying my variable expenses. What I really mean to say is what's my contribution margin? How much money from every single dollar contributes to fixed expense and profitability. Remember that variable expenses never, ever, ever go away. Those variable expenses are the costs that are associated directly to selling inventory. This is a key number to understand as it represents the amount of percentage you have left to pay expenses and whatever's left is profit. Think about this. Think about getting in a car and going for a drive. Variable expenses is the driver and fixed expenses is the passenger. As we drive, the minute I have fully covered my fixed expenses, I kick him out of the car and I invite profit in. Contribution margin is the measure of fully, fully satisfying your expense contributions or your expense costs to allow profit to get in that car. How quickly do we get profit in our car? So there we have it. We've talked about a bunch of things to measure in your business. And I'll remind you that if we're not measuring it, can we in fact improve it? So there you have it, retail math, a cursory version of retail math. But this is absolutely something that you have to master to become a wealthy retailer. Thanks for joining us. This is Dan Holman, The Wealthy Retailer.